0: All right, you know it's good when I come up with one of these uh, bad mic editing notes. This episode has a guest host in the form of a cricket named Jiminy. Jiminy also appears on tomorrow's episode. No offense to Jiminy, but I did my best to edit him out. Couldn't get all of it, so it is what it is. Fair enough? All right, let's go. This is a popular podcast. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the 13th installment in our 21-part series, covering all the 21 new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September 30th. Protes Ragamboa was born on May 31, 1960, in Bunea, Tanzania. I wasn't able to work out exactly where Bunea is within Tanzania, but Protes' birthplace is also listed as being in the Diocese of Bukoba, and Bukoba is in the northwest of the country, by Lake Victoria. At the time of Protes Ragamboa's birth, the country wasn't called Tanzania yet. Colonialism complicates things, and the Bukoba Diocese also didn't have its modern name of Rulenge yet. Those things would come, but those aren't the names I want to focus on today. Protes is an interesting name, and St. Protes is one of the many, many saints described in the medieval golden legend. But no, that's not the name I want to focus on either. Rugumbwa, arguably even more fun to say than Protes, It turns out Cardinal Rugambua's name isn't his last name in the traditional sense. It's a name he got, not from his parents, but actually from, well, from a different Cardinal Rugambua. You see, the bishop of Protese's home diocese when he was born was one Laurian Rugambua, who had just been made Laurian Cardinal Rugambua a few months earlier, becoming the first native African cardinal of the modern era. This event inspired one of Protes' relatives to give the child Ragumboa's last name as his own. So yes, this most recent Tanzanian cardinal is named after the first Tanzanian cardinal in a major way. We're pretty used to folks automatically having their parents' last name, but that doesn't appear to be how that worked in this instance. So, we have a cardinal named after a cardinal, and emphatically so, since, again, we're talking last name not first name. There doesn't appear to be any family relation between the two cardinals, for what it's worth, though they did meet, at least casually. In the show notes, I'm including a link to a speech by Pope St. John Paul II during his 1990 visit to Tanzania, where he greets Cardinal Laurien Ragamba by name, and then proceeds to ordain Protes Ragamba as a priest. Now, not everyone who is very much named after a cardinal and gets personally ordained by a literal canonized saint winds up as a cardinal themselves. But you've got to think, such things don't hurt your odds. The next few years were a fairly familiar mix of parish assignments and seminary posts, capped off with a doctorate in pastoral theology from the Pontifical Lateran University in Rome, which Father Rogambwa received in 1998. Returning to Tanzania, Father Ragambua served as a spiritual director for seminarians and as director of vocations. Basically, he gave spiritual guidance to priests in training and was also in charge of helping promote and nurture callings to the priesthood among young men of the Diocese of Rulengue. From 2000 to 2002, Father Ragambua served as both vicar general and moderator of personnel for the diocese. In 2002, Father Ragambua made his way back to Rome having accepted a position in the Congregation for the Evangelization of Peoples, a post which he held until 2008, when Pope Benedict made him a bishop of the Diocese of Kigoma, back in Tanzania. His principal consecrator was Cardinal Polycarp Pengo, a man who was the successor to now Bishop Ragambua's namesake and who no doubt was very much aware of the shared name. On the other hand, Bishop Protes Ragambua was the 15th bishop Cardinal Pengo had consecrated by that point, so perhaps he didn't actually give it that much thought. In any event, Pope Benedict had more in store for Bishop Rogambwa. In 2012, he appointed him as adjunct secretary of the Congregation for the Evangelization of Peoples as well as president of the Pontifical Mission Societies, roles which took him away from his see and into Rome. He was made a titular archbishop as part of the process, and this was not the last time he would find himself moving between Tanzania and Rome, as Protes Ragambwa is one of the relatively rare hybrid curial and residential cardinals. In 2017, he moved another rung up the ladder, becoming full-on secretary for the congregation. As a reminder, in church speak, secretary is actually generally the highest posting, like how the secretary of education is in charge of education directors for the U.S., or like, you know the Secretary General of the United Nations, that sort of thing. At this point, he also became Vice Grand Chancellor of the Pontifical Urbaniana University, which for some reason almost feels like an afterthought at this point. This past summer, he was drawn back to Tanzania once more, this time being made coadjutor archbishop for the Archdiocese of Tabora. As is typical for coadjutorships, the plan is for Archbishop Rugambwa to smoothly take the reins when the current Archbishop of Tabora retires. Which is something that's expected soon, given his age, although there is a bit of a wrinkle, as apparently no one actually knows how old the Archbishop, Archbishop Rozoka, actually is. Which, I mean, yes, that may sound weird to many of you, but it's actually still not uncommon for older folks in developing nations to not have a record of their own birthday. There's actually a current cardinal with that scenario, something which I find fascinating because that actually has implications in canon law, given cardinals automatically lose the right to vote in papal conclaves when they turn 80. Anyways, once he is officially elevated on September 30th, Cardinal Bougambois will be eligible to vote in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2040. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.